Welcome to Catholic Money Talk, where we talk about all things money and finance, and we try to do it through a lens of being Catholic, where our ultimate goal is to one day be in heaven with the Lord. I am your host, Paul Scarfone. Thank you for being here today. So today I'm going to talk about mortgages and why I recommend to pay them off as soon as you can. But let's first start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We ask you for all the grace and wisdom that we need to face the challenges or circumstances that we find ourselves in. We know that you love us and that you have a great plan for us. Allow us to yield to your Holy Spirit. We ask all this in Jesus' name, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Now, when I start to talk about paying off your mortgage, there are some people that get very defensive. They they say they agree with me to pay off cars and other liabilities, things that go down in value, but they say don't pay off your mortgage, it's an asset that goes up in value. Well, okay. I mean, that's usually the opinion of someone who has a mortgage, and they've been well-trained to always love their mortgage. They might even be considered by some to be a smart, sophisticated financial person. But I've met several people who have paid off their mortgages, some even my age or younger, and I never hear them tell me that it was stupid. It was the dumbest thing that they've ever done. I never hear that. I actually hear quite the opposite. They're usually joyful and free, and they tell me that I won't truly understand what it feels like until I pay off my mortgage. And on the other hand, I do run into people all the time that complain about their mortgages. Some say it's the worst thing they've done. It was a dumb idea. And and that might be due to the timing of when they bought their home, maybe the timing of a refinance. Maybe they weren't ready, or maybe it was the amount that they spent. Now, Taryn and I, when we first bought our home in 2008, our first home, we were dying to get into a house. It was very, we had a huge emotional push pushing us there. I talked about that last episode, but we weren't ready to buy but we found a way to buy one. And I've shared this. We put very little down and had about $500 in our bank account as we drove away from the closing. And we went from the closing to, I think, Home Depot, opened a credit card and bought over $1,000 of stuff for the new house, right? And our situation was this. We paid $222,500 for our home in 2008. We had an FHA mortgage for $211,000, and that was at a 6.5% rate. We sold our home 10 years later. When we sold, we owed 200000 So in 10 years, we had only paid the principal down $11,000. But we had paid about $120,000 in interest. Why? Well, because when we bought the home, it was too much of our income. It was too much of our monthly take-home pay for the mortgage payment. And we didn't focus on paying off the house. Instead, we focused on trying to refinance and refinance and refinance to try to get that monthly payment lower. And eventually, our monthly payment amount, it went lower because we were getting lower rates and we were extending the term. But the cost of the refinances, they kept getting added to the balance of the loan. So smart, sophisticated financial people would have said that I was working the system. And... There's tons of, I'm doing air quotes and being sarcastic here. And I was one of them. I was a smart, sophisticated financial person. I trained and managed financial professionals. And this was the, air quotes again, smart thing to do. But it was really only great for the bank, for the title company, and for the person selling the mortgage. 
not for our family. Then when we moved in 2018 and we bought a new home, our plan included paying this home off in 15 years or less. We bought the home for $395,000. Our mortgage was $355,000. We owed today. We owe $230,000. So every month we pay off a few extra dollars and we're on track to have that this home paid off, this mortgage gone quicker than 15 years. And the biggest key was to pick a home price that enabled us to do that. But many of you might be asking yourself, why is Paul saying I should focus on paying off my mortgage? Now, I get several questions about mortgages from many different people. Should I get a 30-year or a 15-year? Should I refinance? Should I pay off my mortgage? Literally, within the last week, I've received phone calls on each of these questions. And truth be told, I get these questions all the time. And don't get me wrong, I'm not tired of providing you know answers or opinions to help these people get through these questions. I love answering these questions and looking at different scenarios. However, the answer usually involves providing a new perspective that they can use when looking at options for their mortgage. A great rule of thumb, one of my favorite things to, to think of is always pay as little interest as possible. So with a mortgage, that means getting the lowest rate and paying it off in the shortest amount of time. So to get a better sense of this, I'm going to provide two different scenarios and I'm going to use a mortgage rate of 6%. Now, that's like an average of the last 20 years. And just to give some context, because rates are higher than this right now, but the 30-year mortgage rate in the U.S. from 1971 to 2023, okay, so that's what, 52 years, oh my goodness, the average mortgage rate in that amount of time on a 30-year loan is 7.74. So right now, current rates are just about that, right? There was an all-time high of over 18% in October of 1981 and a record low of 2.65% in January of 2021. And actually, my parents, I remember they had a 16% 30-year mortgage when they first bought their home in 1984. But for examples today, I'm going to use 6%. Rates are higher than that right now, uh, but a higher rate's only going to make my argument stronger. So I'll just stick with 6%. So first, let's look at Joe and Mary. They buy their first home at 30 years old. They get a mortgage for $300,000 at a rate of 6% for 30 years. Joe and Mary, they're under the impression that a mortgage is something you will always have. And the truth is several people tend to refinance their mortgage every five years re-upping to a new 30-year loan that's called extending the term, maybe lowering the rate. And in our scenario, let's just say it always stays at 6% interest rate, okay? But Joe and Mary, they feel there's a benefit since the balance is reduced every five years. Their new payment is always a little lower. It always helps their cash flow as other expenses in their life seem to increase. They keep their loan following the payment schedule until one day the loan is finally paid off when they are 70 years old. So they ended up paying $492,000 in interest over those 40 years. They bought the home for $300,000. In 40 years, it's paid off. But in that time, they didn't only pay the $300,000. They also paid another $492,000 in interest. Wow. So next, we have Pete and Anna. Now, they also, they buy their home at the age of 30 as well. They get a mortgage for $300,000 at a rate of 6% but for 15 years. Now, I know on a 15-year term, 
rates will tend to be lower, but let's just keep it the same for now. Pete and Anna, they can't wait to not have a mortgage payment. It's one of their goals in life. And 15 years later, they are 45 years old and their home is paid off. They ended up paying $155,000 in interest over those 15 years. Then they're done. And there's so many other things that they can now do with that old monthly payment. So let's just summarize these and let's look at the mortgage payments made. Joe and Mary made 480 monthly payments. Pete and Anna made 180 monthly payments. Total interest paid to the bank, Joe and Mary, they paid 492000 Pete and Anna, they paid 155000 Now, there are actually a few other factors that would fluctuate too much to make this you know, a simple analysis. But the truth is, every time Joe and Mary refinanced, there are additional costs that most people, like Taryn and I did, they add to their loan. And those costs could range anywhere from two to $6,000. And then additionally, as I mentioned, like the interest rate I use for Pete and Anna, it should be a little lower. The 15-year rate is almost always, like probably 99% of the time, lower than the 30-year rate. My point is, Pete and Anna, by getting a 15-year loan, they pay less in interest. They also have a mortgage payment for only 15 years as opposed to the 40 years that Joe and Mary did. This gives Pete and Anna 25 years where they could start to save up that monthly amount and invest it. And just for an example, for some context, if Pete and Anna started to invest, let's say even just half of their old mortgage payment. So their mortgage payment was 2,500 bucks. So let's say it's just 1,200 bucks per month over the next 25 years. So from when they were 45 to 70, they would have about one and a half million dollars in their investments, provided they were well diversified in average market returns. And we can get into that some other time. So Pete and Anna, they'd have $1.5 million, $1.5 million when Joe and Mary are just paying off their house. So some of you might be saying, we already have a 30-year mortgage. Do we need to refinance to a 15-year? No, you don't have to. In fact, right now, it's a terrible time to refinance because the way the rates are. But there may be a benefit uh, if you analyze some of the refinance cost interest savings However, the truth, you know, that's usually the case, but the truth is you can just figure out how much additional principal you would need to add to your existing 30-year mortgage payment to pay it off in 15 years or sooner. And you can just use, there's tons of free mortgage calculators online. You could put pay additional principal every month, put the number in there, and it'll show you how much more quickly it pays it off. And if you were to start doing that, you, one thing you need to make sure is when you make an extra payment towards your mortgage, if you do it online, there's usually a little button you got to click, principal payment or principal reduction. You have to do that. Otherwise, the mortgage company is just going to look at it like you're prepaying your monthly mortgage payment and it doesn't actually accelerate the payoff for the loan. So you want to make sure it's going to principal. Now, some of you might also say, but the 15-year mortgage payment, it's more than the 30-year payment. Well, yeah, that's because you're paying it off quickly. And actually, the amount of each payment, the amount that goes towards interest is actually less in your 15-year mortgage because so much of it's going to principal. Remember, our goal needs to be we want to pay as little interest as possible and pay the mortgage off as soon as we can. Now, there might be some smart, sophisticated financial people listening to me, and they a great question or a question that comes up a lot is, well, what if I just invest the difference of the payments, right? So I've heard it argued that people should get a 30-year mortgage because it's cheaper per month than a 15-year mortgage. 
then they could invest the difference at a potential higher yield, right? And come out ahead of the game. Well, yes, theoretically, that could be, depending on the interest rates and investment gains. However, those people aren't properly taking risk into account. For instance, if you have a mortgage of $200,000 and you have $100,000 in your investment account, it's kind of like you borrowed $100,000 on your home and invested the money. Now, if you disagree with me, just let's just flip it over and look at it from the other side. If you had a mortgage of $100,000 with tons of equity in your home, but nothing in your investment account, would you borrow an extra $100,000 on your house to invest it in the stock market? No way. Any wise financial advisor would tell you that's crazy. Why? Well, it's because of the risk. The risk of the stock market, the risk of owing the bank. But that's exactly what's happening. If you're sitting on cash and you're not paying down your loan. Now, you need to have an emergency fund. You need to save for long-term things. I'm not saying liquidate everything and pay off your mortgage. But don't sign up for forever loans. Don't sign up for 30-year mortgages that you just refinance and refinance and refinance. Create a plan to attack that mortgage so that every month you've you got some additional income going at that mortgage. So one day, it's gone. Now, another objection I get Fairly often, it's probably been reducing over the last year or so, But and that is, well, if I pay off my mortgage, then I don't get the tax deduction. I can't write off the interest paid to the bank. Doesn't, if I, can I write off the interest on the mortgage so I pay less in taxes? And this is one of the, I'm trying to pick my words carefully here, I'm going to call it stupid. This is one of the most stupid arguments I hear, and I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings. It's just crazy. And it's crazy for several reasons. But I'm going to look at two reasons first. First, a tax deduction means you spent money. In this case, you spent money on a mortgage loan, on the mortgage interest. You reduce your taxable income by that amount, and then it saves you some taxes. So let's say your home mortgage interest for the year was $10,000. When you take that deduction, you'll save say you're in a 20% tax bracket, you'll save 20% of that. So $2,000 on your taxes. But you still spent $10,000. Now, if you have no mortgage, you get to keep your $10,000. Yeah, you'll pay $2,000 in taxes, but it's like you save $8,000. So here's the deal, folks. For most of us, this whole conversation on tax runoff, it's purely hypothetical anyway. Because it's only true if you itemize your taxes. And for most of us, actually like 90 point something percent of us we take the standard deduction less than 10 percent of americans itemize their taxes so why should i focus on paying off my mortgage look none of us know what the future holds we plan and hope and we need to do our part to put ourselves in a place where we can provide and take care of our families and those around us and one big piece of that is paying off our loans paying off our debt and when we can pay off our mortgage too, our options open way up and we'll be able to see other areas where we can grow, invest, and really make this world a better place, right? And, and find new ways to serve the Lord and to support his work. So I hope this was helpful today. Uh, I'm sure there's probably more questions Feel free in the podcast episode description, there's a link to click and you can send me a message, shoot me a question. I'm happy to answer it as best I can. Or if you want a future topic for me to talk about on the podcast, you can share it with me there. 
but I hope this has been helpful. Thank you for joining me today. Have a great day. God bless. Thank you for listening to Catholic Money Talk. I hope you join us again next time. Please click subscribe in your podcast app to get notified of new episodes. God bless you and have a great day.